Hello and welcome to She is Courageous. My name is Rachel Rupert and I'm so excited to have you join me. This episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the other ones I've done because today I just want to be super honest and puzzle through some of the things I've been thinking about and that have been on my heart lately. I'd be lying to you if I said I had all the answers because I don't. I might not even have any answers at all. But sometimes God just drops something in your heart and it's in the not knowing that God chooses to release something new and give you new insight. So join me in this episode, Unwrapping Mercy. The other day, I was in the middle of a meeting when I heard God say, I need you to have mercy. It wasn't any meeting where I was needing to give someone mercy. It was one of those totally out of the blue, profound, but simple words from the Lord that I feel like he totally meant to leave me with a huge question mark in my mind, or at least a lot of questions. Do I not have mercy? Did I do something wrong? Why are you saying that, God? I won't say I was offended. I won't even say my feelings were hurt, but my ego might have been a little bruised. So I've been thinking about mercy in the last few days and really chewing on what it means and why God said that. But before diving into this topic, I wanted to look up the definition of mercy because I'm a words person and when I'm really trying to understand something, I want to know without a doubt what the meaning is. So mercy is defined as compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is in one's power to punish or harm. So reading this definition, what stands out to me is that the person you're showing mercy to is not blameless. They don't deserve mercy. They deserve what's coming to them. But mercy is a choice to be compassionate or to forgive when your anger is justified. We all know God tells us to forgive. And yeah, I know mercy is mentioned in there too. But to show compassion, gosh, that can be hard. I have a weakness. I'm thinking we all do. But I get offended. There are times people hurt me and my desire is to recoil, to withdraw, to get angry, or to want to get even. I feel like sometimes it even comes down to an everyday struggle. Sometimes people just judge you unfairly. Sometimes people treat you poorly because of your age or because they feel superior to you. I mean, you name it and people have done it, right? When you know you've been wronged, you don't want to instinctively let it go or cover that person or even care for that person. But mercy is just the opposite of our human nature. So there's a really popular song that Amanda Cook sings called Mercy. I don't want to assume you've heard it, so if you haven't, go listen to it. But the main part of the song says, You delight in showing mercy, and mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. I'm just thinking about this statement in the midst of our culture, not even just in my personal life. We live in such a judgmental culture. Where is mercy in our world? You see everywhere comments and statements being made about politics, definitely people casting judgment for whatever side they don't agree with. I've never seen people get so ugly as they do when they're fighting against whatever party they're not on. It's rare, though I've seen it a few times, to see people genuinely try to see the other side. It's all about pushing your own agenda and judging any other opinions. And it's not just politics. Judgmental attitudes and comments surge through every aspect of our culture. Judging others is just part of life for so many people. 
It's almost hard to think about when you really take a look at all of the moments where you've casually and carelessly judged someone. I can definitely see more moments where I've judged someone instead of been kind and merciful. Even as I'm hearing God say this to me, to have mercy, I can see his mercy in my conviction. Probably one of the most meaningful compliments I've received recently was just this week when someone observed that I have a high level of empathy. Guys, so I took Strength Finders several years back, and empathy was always right up there. Not in my top five, but it's super close. And being the logical INTJ that I am, I shrugged it off and never looked back or saw myself as someone who actually had empathy. But it was such a God thing to hear that I do have compassion and care for the people around me, especially after just hearing this mandate from God to have more mercy. I am capable. Through the Holy Spirit, I can do it. Maybe this episode is a little too reflective, but I would love to hear what you think. This is just a side note, but you're absolutely welcome, and I invite you to go to my website, sheiscourageous.com, and visit this episode on my podcast page so you can leave comments about what you think about this topic. Seriously, I would love to hear from you. Like I said, I don't have all the answers, so I would really love to hear your opinion. Anyways, as I was praying and asking God about mercy— I felt like he gave me two things to share about it, especially why it's important. First, mercy is the father's heart. The story of the prodigal son is so well known. We know about the father who gave his son his inheritance early, only to have him run away and squander every last cent until he was starving. The way the father chooses to react to the son is the picture of the way God chooses to love us. It would have been easy and justifiable to be mad at the son, but instead the father runs to him, throws a party for him, dresses him in the finest clothes. It's the same way God treats us. We deserve hell, but he spared nothing to get us into heaven, and not even just heaven, up close and personal, right in the holy place, right in his throne room. That's mercy. Second, mercy is the way Jesus lived. Do you ever get to a place in the Bible where you wish you could pause and go step back in time to watch something happen? I feel like that all the time. I'm hoping when we get to heaven, there's like some sort of theater or something where we can watch all of the big moments in the history of our faith. I guess we'll see, right? Anyways, um, I would definitely want to go back and see for myself the moment where Jesus is confronted with the woman caught in adultery. The fact that our God in the flesh could turn away the crowd, stones in their hand, when they were getting ready to kill her, just as the law told them to do, the law that God put in place, is crazy to me. Not crazy bad. It's crazy beautiful. It just shows that God's love for us goes way beyond how we perform. He doesn't demand perfection. His heart is to give us mercy over and over and over again. To see the way Jesus walked and interacted with humanity— God, on the face of the earth, is seeing him display mercy all around. Kindness towards the Samaritans, breaking bread with the bad and sinful, bringing close the unqualified and the undignified. We don't deserve mercy, but we have it. How much more should we be willing to give mercy when we've received so much from God? I want to grow in my ability to show mercy to others. At the root of it, 
Mercy is just being able to show kindness and compassion to people, especially when they don't deserve it. So what does that look like in day-to-day life? For me, I think a lot of it will come from a change in my attitude and perspective. Sometimes we get so caught up in the busyness of life that we aren't looking at the relationships around us. What are we valuing? When we get so task-oriented and someone comes in and disrupts our flow, it can cause us to react poorly. In reality, if we were more focused on the relational part of life, it wouldn't be such a big deal. I'm going to use Rudy as an example because marriage is such a great way to test this kind of thing in your life. There have been so many times where Rudy will go out of his way to clean up, and instead of me being excited that he cleaned up, I'll be focusing on what still needs to get done and be disappointed when he forgets something. Instead of focusing on the one bad thing, I really should be focusing on the good and all of the great things that he does to clean up after us and and to do things for Avery too. It's important when you're trying to grow in mercy that you focus on the relationship as a whole, not on the one instance where they failed or let you down or maybe you just feel like they let you down but they didn't really. Regardless, it's important to be looking at the relationship and not just at the the tasks or the performance. That's really where you get lost and lose your ability to have mercy on people. I think an important thing to note here is that mercy isn't an excuse to be a doormat. If there's one thing I'm a huge believer in, it's not to let people waste your time and energy when they don't have your best interest in mind. Use discernment, and if the relationship is harmful to your well-being or growth, drop them and move on. But don't quit on a relationship that just requires a little extra mercy. Sometimes God puts people in our lives for a specific reason. Maybe they're there to help you grow. That's just a little food for thought. No matter what the situation is, or who the person is, or how you interpret life, find ways to be merciful and compassionate. Find ways to love people extravagantly, more than they even deserve. I think one of the things that softened me a little bit towards people is being a mom. Taking care of Avery and loving her the way I do has made me see the value in people so much more. When I see a person, I think about how they used to be just as vulnerable and in need of love as Avery. That need never goes away. Whether you got it as a kid or not, we all need love and want to feel loved by others. Avery definitely doesn't always deserve the royal treatment she gets. I mean, seriously, babies have it made. But gosh, I just love her so much that I don't even care about what she deserves. I just want to give her everything. So this week and onward, I'm really going to be focused on loving others with more intentionality or not reacting when people act like jerks. I hope it's okay to say jerks, but this is real life. My desire is to love unconditionally, and that means when people just don't deserve it. I hope that even though this podcast was more about my random thoughts, sorry about that, that you were able to get something out of it. Maybe there's someone or a situation in your life where you know you need to show mercy. Or maybe there's just a desire for you to love others more intentionally. At the end of our lives, I think what's going to matter more than winning an argument is having loved others well. That's why I'm going to be focused on having more compassion and kindness and mercy, even when people don't deserve it. And I hope that you do too. 
Like I said, I would love to hear your comments on this topic, and I encourage you to go to my website to leave your opinion on my podcast page. Well, that's all I've got for today. Thanks again for joining me. If you liked what you heard, go in and rate my podcast and subscribe so you can get brand new episodes directly to your smartphone. 